I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What is the problem? need to calm down, get a little less politically correct, and I would say, you know, love everybody. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. This is a freak show. An intergalactic freak show. What do you make of that? It's about right. I keep telling my colleagues uh, that this is the new normal. God help us all. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me a beer. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Uh, and almost all of them, not all of them, but almost all of them lead back to China. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C, Senor. dimly lit room. Not dim enough, actually. Too bright today. Dimly lit room. Bright. Stop deep, it. Deep I like it to be dim. Like my outlook. Dim. Stop it. Stop it. Too, too dim. <laughs> deep within the bowels Good. of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, is it Friday already? No, no, Thursday no, already? No. Little Friday? No, yeah. oh, little yeah, Friday. Yeah. I'm at Little Friday. Oh, man. Yeah. How many hearts did you just break? Yeah. Oh. It's like the Lebowski tease all over again. Boo! Boo! That's funny. If it's Friday for me, I'm in a panic because I think, oh my God, it's the weekend. I don't think I can handle the weekend. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> uh, live, blah, 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 blah. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Healthcare for all. Yep. 
and honorary honorary general manager the so-called 30-foot cement wall which is still featured in every interview I hear with Democratic uh, congresspeople and senators that they're arguing against, that nobody's asking for. Stop so, it. What's the current line on the Super Bowl? New England, in the New- USA Today, they got New England playing the Rams. That's correct. So far, so good. <laughs> uh, I don't know what PK well, I, I'm going is. To oh, live, I'm going to live fact check your uh, Two and a half. Law. New England's favored by two and a half in the oh, USA Today. Oh, boy. Tom Brady <laughs> oh, and his boy. experience over the youth and power of the Rams. Oh, boy. <laughs> two and a half. So did you hear the, uh, the the guy from the TV station that got fired there? No, didn't he, hear this. They, they ran some uh, crawl. They, yeah, they ran, yeah, they ran some story about Tom Brady. And yeah. on, on the bottom, instead of saying Tom Brady, Super Bowl champion or whatever, he said, yeah. Tom Brady, known cheater. <laughs> 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 And they fired him for they that? They fired the guy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, I think it's the channel that carries the Super Bowl, and you just... Oh, boy. You can't be doing that again. That's, yeah, it's a little out of line, I grant you. Maybe for, he shouldn't be cheating. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, gentleman will have a GoFundMe page, and will soon have $350,000, courtesy of Rams fans. Right. Uh, yeah, good point. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. I went to the bank yesterday, and um, you know how we talk about the ch- chatty checkout theater where people just talk to you and you really don't want to? Sure. This guy was... Asking personal questions, etc. Yeah, but in this case, they were actually... The bank tellers around him, um, he was making it what appears to be like a large transaction, you know, with a l- large amount of money. And the woman behind the counter is, well, wow, that's quite a bit of money. And um, so when do you close on your home and blah, blah, And so she's, and then another teller chimes in. And so pretty soon, everybody knows that this guy is there to, you know, do a large transaction and he's buying a house. And uh, I just thought it was very odd that you wouldn't keep that quiet. Odd and unprofessional. Yeah, I don't want anybody discussing I mean, my private want, financial maneuvers. I was maneuvers. just trying to think. I, I once had a uh, interaction where I had made a car payment, and they said, wow, you paid such and such for a car. And I thought, <laughs> None no, no, None no, no. Yeah, but he's yeah. announcing it to everybody, and I'm going, um. No, no, you don't get to talk about that. Wow, it seems like a lot. How much do you make? <laughs> right. Oof. I did have a, a teller one time ask me if I had a girlfriend when I was depositing a, a, a large chunk of money from something. I'd sold something or whatever. Well, was he or she coming on? Do you was it she and uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, know if it was wait for a real minute. Or you swagger coming... into the bank all handsome and debonair. You say, well, here's another 10 gur for my account. <laughs> <laughs> and she couldn't contain herself. I just do thought, you have a girlfriend? I just thought, is that the way it works at the bank? <laughs> I know. I just thought it was unprofessional. <laughs> well, you got the single tellers just pawing through the books. Wow, he's got a lot of money. <laughs> we got a phone number on that account? <laughs> What's going on there? Exactly. I'm just talking about unprofessional behavior, and Jack's trying to get laid in his what? story. Hey, no, hey, no, hey, no. Hey, hey, that's a little oh, frank. That's hey, not hey, what happened. a little frank, Michael. That's not what happened. There is no. positive Sean, <laughs> whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, now, everybody's really uh, all up in arms about this. Tony Romo fella and how, he, how he's predicting these plays. Is it sorcery? Is it witchcraft? Nobody knows. But the Wall Street Journal went through and reviewed 46 hours of tape and identified 72 times that Romo attempted to predict the upcoming play. He was right 68% of the time. That's pretty good. And quoting Shoot. Tony Romo when he was uh, brought with those statistics, oh, that's not bad. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but do, do is that what we want out of an NFL game? Is that what most people want? I, people I've watched s- one game this year, but... 
People seem to love it, hmm. but I don't know if they'll love it when people start doing it at a lower than sixty-eight percent clip. Right. If you're if half the time you're wrong, then why? What, what's any different than my buddy sitting on the couch next to me? Oh, they're going to pass here. Well, I, then it, they don't. Well, that would be bad. Although I know you're you're busy with the the youngsters and the rest of it. But if you watch the game, it's not like I bet they pass or anything like that. <laughs> it's it's like they he'll say something like. You know, they've been systematically moving the, the linebackers up, 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 uh, you know, by running the ball over and over again. Here's where they're going to fake and probably go deep. And it just happens a lot that yeah. he's that was, right. That was so. the first game I'd ever listened to him. I thought it was the greatest color commentary I'd ever heard on an NFL game. Oh, yeah. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, he jabbers a little bit, but once you get used to it, it's it's really entertaining. I learned more of that game than, any, than all the games I've watched in my life combined, I think. Yep. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Michelangelo, you uh, just reminded me about a bank adventure. You know, once a month, I deposit a number of singles and fives into a special account. And this last time round, the teller, who has waited on me a number of times, said, uh, what about these cash deposits? How are you coming across all, all these bills? You see, you don't, get to ask these, you don't get to ask these questions. Yeah. And you know what I told her? I'm a stripper. Is that what you told her? I told her I dance on weekends. <laughs> wow, good one. And she cracked oh up, you know, and, and didn't know she had no response. Tell her you want to push a bet. <laughs> she shouldn't have a response. Yeah, They no. don't get to say, how old are you, man? It seems like you ought to be making more money than this. Or right? You know, they don't get to say stuff like that. Right. Yeah, no kidding. What right. I was waiting for her to call over the manager and say, this man's been putting in a lot of singles and fives. Perhaps we need an investigation. You know, I, I hate to be semi-serious about this, but is this the share everything social media generation? The hmm. no privacy, no expectation of privacy generation? I don't know. Hard to say. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Thursday, January 31st. Ooh, we're almost out of January. The year 2019, where Armstrong and Getting, we approve of this program. But what a month it's been. All right, let's begin the show now. Officially, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark. At Mark. I'm going to pour a little water on Barbie's hair. We'll give it a few seconds, and you'll see how fast her hair is going to freeze out here. One of the many things being done across the country, similar to frying an egg on the sidewalk, they're now doing other things to show how cold it is. But freezing Barbie's hair? Well, you got to do something. Yeah, really. What no, are other don't? What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump launches a morning Twitter storm. No more political games, he says. Just call them walls, all in caps. Lindsey Graham goes after the FBI for the Roger Stone arrest, and Americans are cutting the cord even faster than we thought. Stories coming up. And man, this whole healthcare for everybody went to something you could never say out loud and run for president like two cycles ago. From that, yeah. Yeah. From that to, that's the prevailing wisdom on one side of the aisle. Barack Obama denied it up and down that that's where this was headed. Uh, How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's good. A couple of thoughts, experiences worth sharing. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Awesome. That's all coming up next. Text line. 415-295-KFTC. We love interacting with you. Well, some of you. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Figured out where I want to go and I want to get away from it all. 
The Pole of Inaccessibility. I'd never heard of that before. The Eurasian Pole of Inaccessibility. As court by name. It's the... It's the most desolate place on the planet, and the, the Chinese are building the most expensive infrastructure project in world history there. To make it accessible. Uh, they're going to spend a trillion dollars. A trillion. But what is That's it? Plan. Is it like a mountain we'll or talk a about plane? It is it, it has, a step? It has geopolitical uh, implications. A, a moor? That's what I go, where I want to go this weekend. The pole of inaccessibility. Wow. Oh, but there's no cell phone coverage there? That reminds but, me. That'd be awesome. I was just reading this thing the other day about how Instagram has ruined m- many of the great uh, spots on Earth hmm. because they've become so crowded now, and everybody's elbowing each other aside to get the perfect shot to post on Instagram. And really? It's, just, it's become competitive and weird and overcrowded, and governments are having to step in now. And hmm. That's, uh, yeah. oh, well, what are you going to do? We'll keep spinning. Hmm? Mailbag. One of my favorite freedom, love, and quote of the days is from the overly long uh, Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. But it's uh, it's a famous speech in which Dr. Ferris says, Do you really think we want those laws to be observed? We want them broken. You better get it straight. It's not a bunch of Boy Scouts you're up against. Uh, We're after power and we mean it. There's no way to rule innocent men. The only power any government has is to crack down on criminals. Well, when there aren't enough criminals, one makes them. One declares so many things to be a crime that it becomes impossible for men to live without breaking laws. And essentially, and once they're a a quote-unquote criminal, then you can do anything you want. You can put them in jail or kill them or whatever. That's one of the ways governments uh, do what they do. We have been told by law enforcement before... There are 17,000 reasons they can pull you over. So if, I the, it. if they have, a, if they feel like they want to pull you over for some reason, they yep. can come up with something. Yep. Name the man. I will find you a crime. Here's your, uh, on a similar topic, here's your federal crime of the day, is there are so many federal crimes, nobody even knows how to begin counting them, much less count them, actually. And Section 18 of the U.S. Code, Paragraphs 831, Subparagraph A, Subsection 2, Subsubsection C, and G1A makes it a federal crime to defraud someone out of their plutonium. I see you have some lovely plutonium there. I have some magic beans. (laughs) That's against the law. Federal crime. It's a federal crime. Uh, Let's see. Oh, here's uh, Bobby, who's been listening to the uh, A&G One More Thing podcast. Very popular. Available on iTunes podcast app or the iHeart app. You got Armstrong and Getty One More Thing, our daily on-demand podcast. That's the show and uh, the radio show and the Armstrong and Getty Extra Large long-form interviews, which we will get back to soon. Uh, Anyway, enjoying it. Wanted to pitch his two cents in. F-bombs are for the unimaginative and the angry. But S-bombs feel just right. Hmm. Thanks for the free intormation. Well, why is all that stuff available for free? Because we're stupid. <laughs> uh, thank you, Bobby. Uh, uh, interesting. Trying to hit the sweet spot of obscenity. Oh, I like this one from Darren. See, this is why the pace of change is so rapid these days. And it's a picture, and I clicked on it, and it's just a, a quickie profile of a member of uh, Parliament, British Parliament, he's actually, or Scottish Parliament, he's a Scotsman, red-haired, plucky, young-looking fellow, and I see, yes, he's the youngest member, he's 24 years old. 
So I thought, okay, that's interesting. I go back to Darren's email. He says, this is why the pace of change is so rapid these days. Stupid young people used to be ignored because everyone knew they were stupid and young. Now with the Internet, everyone has a voice and can gather other stupid young people into a small, loud, stupid voting block and have politicians conform their views to what they think is the majority view. Sad! That's a bitter oldster weighing in there. I don't know if I can join him in that. I, for one, salute young Americans and their opinions, but mostly their blood. I'm really high on that technology that gets the blood of the young. I know you are. Oh, yeah. The Federal Reserve is out with information that shows the millennials are both the brokest and richest generation. What the what? We'll talk about that later. Here's a nice note from Bridget, a friend of Armstrong and Getty from the early days. Oh, we should have Marshall in for this part, but my kids were the go-to sign holders for a local business in their high school and early college years. You know, I stand on a corner, twirl the sign, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. The corner they occupied had a bench or a bus stop nearby and was in front of a gas station with a mini-mart. It was a great experience for them. Not only did they decide they'd rather do other work, they witnessed the sad sight of people Quite a few regulars who would walk to the mini mart, buy all sorts of scratchers, pack of smoke, sometimes bottled or canned adult beverage every day. There were some of the vices uh, brought them to the bench twice a day. And this is just one intersection in the suburbs. And so that lesson convinced them they didn't want to live like that. KSASBS, keep smoking and scratching between sips. That's Bridget. Oof. Little life experience. You know, it's like the old saying slash joke. Maybe your life's purpose is to serve as a warning to others. Wow, I hope not. Oof. Let's see, we got a minute for this? Yeah, a we do. warning of how awesome I am. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> wow. I, 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 I reported that a beloved and trusted listener had said via, I think it was the email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, that Kamala Harris has all the authenticity and appeal of Hillary Clinton, hmm. which is a, a, a stunning and, and terrible indictment. And I, I don't feel that way, but you well, feel well, no, I, I was just reporting what was said. But TJ says, uh, when I was a student at the University of the Pacific in Corrupt California in 2016, I saw Kamala Harris and also that quarter wit Loretta Sanchez that makes a half wit look like a genius in person during the first debate for the California Senate race. Though it may have been because she was up there next to Sanchez, who was pandering and trying to seem hip on an unbearable level. Harris herself came off as smooth and clever. Remember thinking at the time, I completely disagreed with all her positions, but damn, she was sharp and quick on her feet and would be tough to beat. That's been my uh, take on her from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, She's a million times more likable than Hillary. Uh, Whoever said that was just wrong. They may be talking about in private interactions. I could see both of them possibly being a little abrasive, but... The difference is that Harris has a public-facing persona that's not that. Yeah, I just think that person caught her at a bad moment and, and, and was wrong, honestly. Uh, the P.S. is, if you could say, well, obviously I'm about to. <clears throat> if you could say, Alexa, please add 200 cans of cat food to my shopping list, it would please me greatly, as it both messes with the Amazon Echo users and also excites Sean's cats, who well, I'm sure listen to the show every day. I don't do actually have cat- cats. I do think your this kitty is a- cats listen every day, Sean? No, I feel That's like this sweet. is a good time to uh, no, set the record straight. That- I believe we're out of time. I have been asked, I, Joe Getty, have been asked to adjudicate a recent and, and highly publicized uh, racial uh, incident and decide whether it is an actual crime or a faked-up social justice warrior stunt. I will rule on that in the moments to come. A lot of tweeting from the president today. Marshall's got that. Also, some bank tellers weighed in on why those questions. It's part of the Bank Secrecy Act. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. 
bank tellers asking us questions we were discussing a little bit ago. It seemed uh, like they're being nosy. Hey, guys, bank tellers have to ask about suspicious cash transactions of any kind. They disguise it as chit-chat. If your responses are not sufficiently above board, they'll file a suspicious activity report. It's part of the Bank Secrecy Act. So the chit-chat about why do you have all the singles? Lack of Secrecy Act. Why do you have all the singles or asking you a question or, or asking me, you know, might have just been a way to get more information out of That's me? That's exactly right. They were functioning as an arm of the federal government. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Fantastic. I, I t- when I bought my new uh, old uh, F-150, I, I had to get a ca- I had to get some cash to pay the guy. And, um, and yeah, I was I was questioned by the uh, the gal uh, and then by the uh, manager. He came by, yeah. hey, how are you? Big plans this weekend? Yeah, I don't like that at all as a law. I realize it's for terrorism and to stop blog, drug transactions and all that sort yeah. of stuff. But that just, you should be able to flip and take your own dang money and put it in the bank without the government yeah. asking a bunch of and questions. And then take it out again. No you know? kidding. What do you need the money for? None of your business. None of your business at all. I'm going to buy meth and furnish ISIS with it. <laughs> Whatever I want to do with it, it's my money. Right. Uh, there's Marsha Phillips and our news. All right, we're launching a new push. President Trump going back to the beginning in his demand for a wall on the border with Mexico. Tweeting this morning, and let me remind you, every time he mentions wall, it's all in capital letters. Huh. All right. what, what does that mean? Okay, but as what's I listen... What you, what you, what's your purpose in saying that, well, Marshall? As I listen to this, Marshall, yeah. I'm keeping in mind this yeah. front page USA Today headline. Yes. Trump plans a PR blitz on border wall. Correct. Starting today, going through Sunday, because Trump's doing one of those Super Bowl uh, president interviews yep. that Bill O'Reilly used to do. Yep. Who's who's doing it this time around? Uh, the uh, woman from CBS. The woman from CBS. Oh, I can't. Carol Burnett. That's the one. No, no, no. Leslie Stahl. No, 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 no. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got uh, there, Sean? I, oh, I'm typing it. All right. All right. We'll find out. We'll know soon. Large sections of wall have already been built with much more either under construction or ready to go. Nora O'Donnell, is that it? Margaret Brennan? That's it. Ah, lovely gal. Not Carol Burnett. Renovation of existing walls is also a very big part of the plan to finally, after many decades, properly secure our border. The wall is getting done one way or the other. The president continuing with... Let's just call them walls from now on and stop playing political games. A wall is a wall exclamation point. I see his point. Yeah, the, the, I, I, it has become so ridiculous. And I think he hasn't done a particularly good job, or Republicans haven't been a, done a good job of, of ending that ridiculousness. I, you know, I heard Chris Coons, who's a Democrat uh, uh, senator from uh, Connecticut, isn't it? Um He's a, he's a fairly moderate fellow and a sensible guy, but he said, you know, the uh, the battle really, the divide, is about the rhetoric, the president's rhetoric about the wall. And I'm thinking, wait, did you just admit that the entire government shutdown was not about substance? It was not about what the money is going to be spent on? It's to get them to capitulate and stop calling it a wall? What's going on? What, this is no way to run a country. For some reason, I was thinking about this yesterday. Yeah. I need to find better things to think about. <laughs> but I was thinking about this, and I thought, why doesn't the president or someone, but the president could do it, just list four things that poll at, like, two-thirds or better on immigration and say, let's let's uh, introduce a bill that has all these things. Mm-hmm. These four things yeah. that, that poll at around 60 to 70% approval or better. Border security, ending chain migration, merit-based, 
enforcing e-ver- all that stuff polls incredibly well. Let's just put it all in one package. I know some of the, the Democrats hate it and some of the Republicans hate some of it. Let's put us all in one package and push it through, reminding everyone this this polls at about 70%. Right. You'd think you could get that done. There's one other tweet in this series from Donald Trump. He goes on to say Republicans and the Homeland Security Committee are wasting their time. Democrats, despite all of the evidence, proof, and caravans coming, are not going to give money to build the desperately needed wall. I've got you covered. Wall is already being built. I don't expect much help. So those were the tweets on the wall this There morning. are a couple more caravans even now moving yes. toward the United States. Groups of hundreds or thousands of, of migrants who know they don't qualify for refugee status, but they're just going to come in and, and sneak in or apply, then disappear or whatever. Oh, doing it openly. Now they have the legions of reporters with them. It's just, it's ridiculous. I, I tell you what, I don't care how you, where you are politically. You've got to admit, our current system is laughable, idiotic. Senator Lindsey Graham is demanding the FBI justify the tactics it used to arrest President Trump's ally Roger Stone on Friday. The South Carolina Republican chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee has sent a letter to the FBI Director Christopher Wray saying he had questions about the pre-dawn arrest where more than a dozen armed agents wearing tactical gear swarmed Stone's Florida home. A news crew from CNN was there to witness and film the arrest. The network has said it was there because of unusual activity by the grand jury the previous day. If you believe that, the old saying goes. Will somebody get to the bottom of this, do you think? How CNN found out? Um, no. I don't think so either. No. Somebody tipped them off, period. There's no paper trail. It just, it just happened. Americans are continuing to cut the cable TV cord in big numbers with a news survey finding nearly 60% of us have dropped cable and the big bills that come along with it. I don't know why I still have it. I have it. It's there. It's hooked up. My kids are watching Netflix on the television that's right. coming through my internet router. Right. But I still have the cable. For some I, reason. I just did it. YouTube TV, and I love it. Yeah, I'm watching many of the news shows that I like on my phone or somewhere right. through the websites. Inertia. Inertia, yeah. yeah. The survey from Waterstone Management Group also found another 29% are close to getting rid of their cable with only 12% of Americans saying they are content to stay with it. God, you could eliminate that and plan a vacation for next year that's going to cost $1,200 or whatever you're paying a month on cable and uh, and just cut the cord. Right, right. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. But they got to be scared to death of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like they're, the newspaper business. It's just it's the end of something. You know, it was interesting. I called to switch my provider because uh, it saved me a bunch of money. I still have a satellite provider, but I went with a different one. And I was all geared up, man. I got I got a pump on. I stripped to the waist. I had a knife in my sock and a gun at my hip. And I called them up. I said, I want to cancel. And they said, okay. They're beat down. Wow. I was expecting, the, well, sir, we could yeah. we could do this or that, or I'm going to put you on hold, uh, and then, try, you know, how right. they used to try to wear you out, that legendary tape we all heard of the guy arguing with, was it Comcast, or I can't remember who, yeah. um, I, I was expecting a battle, and the poor, weary, beaten down drone just said, okay, 
I have a feeling my name is on a wall in some big office for Dish. <laughs> Me and seven other people. Yeah, he's still got all the premium channels. He hasn't asked for a reduction in like 10 years. Yeah, we're charging him the max amount. He's the only one left. How often does he watch the premium channels? We've checked the record, sir. He never watches them. Are we sure he's still alive? <laughs> he's paying his bill every month. Yeah. They just call you the unicorn. <laughs> right. And our, data dream. our data doesn't show that he watches anything. <laughs> There aren't many of us left. Inertia, you're right, it's inertia. Mm. Highly publicized attack on an actor in Chicago. A number of folks have asked me, Joe Getty, the the judge of these things, to determine whether it is an actual uh, race-related, race-motivated crime or a social justice warrior faked-up stunt. I'll issue my preliminary ruling. Coming up. I can't for the life of me figure out whether Kamala Harris actually wants to do away with insurance companies or not, based on her answers <laughs> of the last couple of days. We'll have to take a look at that. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So this is a weird story that came out. It's Marcus Mumford's birthday today, Michael. Did you know that? There's this coincidence. How do, how do you Let's play some Mumford and Sons. How do you know okay. it's Mumford's birthday? I, uh, I'm a fan, and we're friends. We correspond. Okay. Yeah. Happy birthday, Marcus, I said earlier. That's his name, Marcus? Marcus is his birth. The lead Mumford? If that is his name. I okay. Know. Really yeah. kind of a jerk move to name the rest of your band my sons, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> um, Unless they're actually of relations. So yesterday in a court filing, Robert Mueller from the Mueller investigation says his files were leaked to Russia, which then put them back out in a weird way as a disinformation campaign. I saw this headline. It's, it's, a, it's a strange story. A pro-Russia Twitter account somehow got access to what has not been made public evidence gathered by Robert Mueller. How did they get that? Do we have no way to keep that stuff away from Russians who want to grab it? Anyway. Moles? Spies? Hackers? Some Russian Twitter account got this stuff from Mueller's, Mueller's evidence that he'd gathered and then tweeted out altered versions of those files as part of a disinformation campaign, right. which is a pretty complex move. You remember we you learned that, though, during uh, some of the big WikiLeaks disclosures? That's one of their specialties. They'll get a legit memo, change three words in it to fundamentally alter, you know, the tone or the meaning. And so it is, uh, you know, it looks to uh, even experts as authentic. And it makes the cleaning it up so much harder because it's not completely false. Right. Right, so you're in a position of saying, yes, yes, we said that, we did that, and yes, we held the meeting. But when it says, I right. said, so we need to uh, uh, grab Trump by the, the hair and bash his head on a desk, I said, blah, 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 blah. You know, and that, Wow, that's some clever stuff right there. Cause it's that, insidious. That gets to the whole, if you're explaining your losing thing. So they put you in a position where, well, some of it's true, right? but your long explanation is just, ah, he's a liar. Right. <laughs> so yeah. that, listen, to him, listen to him fumbling and scrambling for an explanation. Clearly lying. That, that is wild. The allegation yeah. was made by Mueller's team in a court filing yesterday. 
Uh, they believe Putin's behind it, of course. But have they named names? According Who's... to Mueller, certain non, uh, non-sensitive evidence, whatever that means, given by federal prosecutors to the defense team was altered and then posted online as part of a disinformation campaign aimed at apparently discrediting ongoing investigations into their interference. Oh, okay, of course, yeah. The, the people who've already been charged or pled out or whatever, their defense attorneys get discovery. They get all of the prosecutorial information. And somebody hacked into that. Uh, apparently. Is that what happened? Well, so it would seem. Mueller didn't describe how the information was altered, so it's up to you to guess if you see something floating oh. around out there, whether it's true or not, and what way oh. it was altered. Oh, uh, man, this could get so much uglier. Holy cow. Speaking of truth, there is a trend in the United States these days of social justice warrior types faking up uh, racial incidents and attacks and threats and that sort of thing. Because, you know, honestly, and they're so deluded and pathetic, but a lot of these people are so anxious. Those are our air names. We had a uh, classic rock show, Deluded and Pathetic. Yeah. We were on at night. We were just really sad sounding. Good times. Good times. (laughs) Uh, anyway, um, because they're so intent on showing how against racism they are, they fake up an attack on themselves so they can be a victim. And, of course, being a victim is the highest form of life in America now. And so people are desperate to be one. Um, and, and so you've got the case of this actor, Jussie Smollett, of the show Empire. He is a uh, uh, he stars as a gay black singer on the show, which is handy as he is those things in real life. A very talented fellow. Um, and he He's has so al- talented. Why is he playing himself on a show? Well, and he is alleged. He is a- alleged playing a street female boxer. That would show talent. Stop it. He, it is alleged. He is alleged that about two o'clock in the morning Tuesday, he was in Chicago when a couple of men wearing ski masks began yelling racial and homophobic slurs, slapped him around, placed a noose around his neck, then punched on or a rope or something then poured an unknown substance on him now i've got to tell you how this unfolded because it's a little weird all of that stuff came out the allegation and then tmz reported that he said smollett said oh and they were yelling uh this is maga country the chicago police came out and said no he did not say that then subsequently, they said, well, in a follow-up interview with them, he says, yes, they did say that. I will tell you this. The more serious the incident, the more careful any decent human being has to be in talking about this. Because if the act actually occurred, Mr. Smollett is a human being. Um, and he was a victim of something horrifying and violent and painful and, and terrible um, and, and terrifying. And and I'm not going to be Mr. Um, there's an old word, but it sounds obscene. It rhymes with, well, lockshore. I don't want to come off as overconfident because this is a real human being. I will tell you this. The way I score these things has a lot to do with how perfect they are. Because the more perfect they are in terms of social justice warrior activism, the more likely they are to be fake. So we have a black man and a gay man. We have anti-black and anti-gay slurs. We have a noose. And then we have this is MAGA country in Chicago. That's perfect. Absolutely perfect. If you are going to cook up a fake attack that makes people look like, and, and I think he said initially they were white, but now it's they were too bundled up. He couldn't tell because it's so cold. Um 
Uh, you've got that. You got the racial stuff. Then you've got the MAGA thing. It's awfully perfect. Um, has there been a single story? You know, the story is developing. Is the last line in the story I, I'm holding in my hands. I think that's where we need to leave it again because the seriousness of the crime. But has there been a single story where people were wearing they were the the story was they were wearing MAGA hats or they said this is for Trump or something like that? Right. Where it turned out to be true. It's almost always fake. Almost always, and I could cite you half a dozen of them just in the last six months or so. You know, the college girls in parking garages and professors with nooses on their doors and, 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 uh, you know, dorm room messages and the rest of it. it. It's, this one is perfect. But we'll see. With the respect to Mr. Smollett and what he alleges he, he, he was subjected to, we'll, we'll let it play out. They also found some security camera footage of some guys who might have been the attackers. But again, they were bundled up like it was 30 below because it was 30 below. So nobody can tell anything about them. I can't figure out whether Kamala Harris is for getting rid of insurance companies or not. I'm not sure she knows, but we'll be discussing that throughout the Armstrong and Getty show. Got to see how it goes in the rallies and the speeches and everything. See if people go crazy. Uh, Because people have been trying to nail her down on that. And she gives kind of wishy-washy answers. And she always says, the important thing is this. People need access. So she right. won't definitively say. Healthcare is a right for all. Right. Not a privilege for the few, even though 90% of people are insured in America. So I'm still not. 90%. That's not the few, by definition. Um, got this text on the text line, which is the perfect place for them. At 415-295-KFTC. Is it me, or is the usual big push before the Super Bowl to discuss various ads or see ads, is, is this less than usual? I would say yes. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl ads jumped the shark four years ago. And it's now to the point that I don't even hear anybody talking about it. And the whole that everybody sees all the Super Bowl ads before the Super right. Bowl is Changed. taking away a lot of the, the, oh, look at that. Also, there was, uh, if you're old enough, there was like a 15-year run of blowouts where the Super Bowl was really boring. Yeah. And then people saying, I just watch for the ads became a thing because the game sucked. Well, now we've had like a 15-year run of games being going down to the last play mostly. Right. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. That's part of it. The only discussion I've heard about Super Bowl ads this year is the utterly abominable, unforgivable, horrific betrayal uh, that Jeff Bridges uh, engaged in, trying to convince Big Lebowski fans there was a sequel in the works so would be excited, then watch his thoroughly terrible uh, beer commercial with Serica Jessica Parkerka. Um, it's it's awful. Musician, and I really like Stella Artois, Artois, the beer in question, because I'm better than you. Uh, I will not drink it again. Wow. You're blaming them, not I Jeff Bridges. I am boycotting it for at least 24 Boy, hours. I wouldn't blame them. May 48. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty unhappy with Jeff Bridges for going along with it, but I can understand why they'd want it. That's probably part of his deal. We know how this works in the advertising uh, world these days. Uh, also, as part of the buy, uh, we'd like you to use your social media to uh, pretend there's a sequel to The Big Lebowski in the works. And they probably wrote him a big, giant check. Yeah, still uncool. He doesn't need the money. He, they dude, use a betrayal. Dude, you hurt us. You hurt us <laughs> deeply. Very undude. You know what you did, dude? And forgive me, those of you not familiar with the Big Lebowski, you know what you did, dude? You peed on the rug of our hearts. Wow. That's a complex one. Well, if you love the movie, you get it. If you don't, you're completely mystified. How many? And, and again, I apologize. How many social activist ads will there be during the Super Bowl? That's what we'll be discussing Too on many. Monday. The various. Uh... I'm here to get drunk, overeat, and watch grown men bash into each other. All right, C- quit with the, the whole whining at me. <laughs> I'm sure.
sure that'll be a big topic on Monday morning. I hope oh, you'll join yeah. us for it. It's always a good time. You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.